You are listening to episode 38 of the Body You Crave podcast, the one where we talk about what to do when you feel like you need or want a break from weight loss. I'm master at life and weight loss coach Jillian Lama, and you're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, where you'll learn how to end emotional eating, lose excess weight, and feel amazing in your body. No cheating required. Keep listening, and I'll show you how. Hey, hey, welcome back. All right, we are nearing the end of February. Things are starting to warm up here a little bit in North Carolina. I know the rest of the country is still experiencing a lot of snow and ice and blizzards and all that fun stuff. But what I've noticed is that for many of us, our New Year's goals and resolutions, or a lot of them, have fallen by the wayside. And if we haven't already given up, there may be a part of you that's starting to question or wonder if maybe you need a break. Maybe you just need a little break from weight loss. And so I was in a Facebook group recently and someone was posting about this whole idea and this concept of let me take a break from weight loss. I can't keep doing this. And this really got me thinking because what she's trying to do is to change the way that she feels by changing her circumstances. So she's trying to feel better about what she's doing about her life by stopping her diet, by stopping her exercise program, whatever that looked like. I don't know the details of what she was doing. But I started to think about why this comes up for us, because I think this is actually quite common. We try to change our circumstances in the hopes that it changes our feelings, which we all know that's not how we change our feelings. We change our thoughts. We have to change the way that we think about these circumstances. Sometimes it is worth changing a circumstance, and sometimes we just have to change the way that we think about it. Wanting to take a break from weight loss is very common. I think this happens in a variety of different seasons in life. It could be that you're about to move. Maybe you're traveling or going on vacation. A lot of times this happens over the summer or during the holidays. It could be maybe you're transitioning a job or there's a big life event. So this is very normal. It's very common for this to come up. But let's talk about these two aspects of why and how do we know when it's time to change our thoughts versus when it's time to actually change what we're doing. So number one, you only need a break from weight loss when you think something has gone wrong. When you're thinking things like it's not working or it's not happening fast enough, when things aren't going the way that you think they should, or an area of your life is not living up to your expectations. So when you had this goal of, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in two months, and now we're towards the end of February, and maybe you've lost 10 or 15, you might be like, screw it. This has been a lot of punishment, a lot of restriction. I just need a break. I need to stop. I can't keep going like this. That's what I often see happening, especially this time of year, is I need a break. I need a break from that 6 a.m. workout class. I need a break from eating chicken and rice every night. I need a break from always eating salads or always saying no or having to forego date night or happy hour or mom's night out event. This can come up in other areas, but I just want to point out that it's coming up for you right here because you think something has gone wrong. Either it's not working, it's not happening fast enough. We have these expectations of the results we should be creating. And when our life and reality aren't living up to those, now we go back to that whole, it's not working, so I need a break. I need to put a stop to that. And this can come up a lot. Like we do the same thing in marriage. What happens when you feel like 
you're constantly arguing with your spouse or you're not getting along, you're fighting, maybe you're roommates, you're not in an intimate relationship when there's a lot of conflict or there's no emotional support when there's a lot of turmoil. We often tell ourselves, well, I just need a break. I just need a break from this marriage. And whether it looks like a legitimate separation or some time apart, you know, like we think we just need a break from this other person and then we can figure things out. Or it might be from the kids. Well, I just need a break from the kids. I feel very stressed. I feel very overwhelmed. I just need a break from them. Let me change my circumstance. Let me get away from these people, get away from these things, and then things will be better. Or you might feel discouraged in your job search. Maybe you've been searching for a few weeks or a few months and you feel like, ah, this isn't happening fast enough. I'm not getting anything, not moving through the hiring process. I just send resumes out and who knows where they go. So you think, I just need a break. I just need a break from the whole application process. Uh, I've seen people do this with business too, of like, I need a break for my business. And it, it goes back to this whole concept of it's not happening. It's not happening fast enough. And it's just that we have mismanaged expectations. But this desire for a break is truly fueled by thoughts of doubt and discouragement. So the real issue here is how you're thinking about it. The real issue is your mismanaged expectation of what you think you should have accomplished by now. You only need the break when your thoughts are not being managed. We have to really work on how do I start to change, number one, change my relationship to myself, which means how do I change the way that I talk to myself, how I think about myself, how I think about my day and my life? How do I start to change these thoughts first before we start to look at changing circumstances? There are going to be times in life where you're going to want to change a circumstance. You will want to find a new job. You may decide, hey, this person is not right for me or this relationship is toxic and it's not where I want to be. There might be times where there are going to be circumstances to change. So I'm not trying to say that's wrong or bad. I'm just saying we want to work first on are you looking at how you can take responsibility for this relationship? Are you showing up and taking responsibility for your thoughts, for your feelings, or are you blaming the job? Are you blaming your spouse? Are you blaming your kids? Are you making them now responsible to make you happy and for how you feel? We want to address that first because the weight loss can be the exact same thing. Are you making your self-love dependent on the weight loss? And saying, because I'm not losing the weight, because I'm not feeling these feelings, now I need a break. That's always going to be the first place to start is how do I start to look inward and look at me and what am I doing? How am I creating any unnecessary suffering? How am I creating the stress in my life? Because if I want to change that, I start first by changing the way I think about my life. Then step two becomes, how do I create a process that is fun, sustainable, and easy? Because you only need a break from your weight loss process when it feels hard, restrictive, and like a punishment. That's it. If your weight loss process felt fun and easy and doable and you were looking and you saw progress and you're like, hell yeah, this is working, you wouldn't need a break. If you think about a marriage and and how when people usually want a break, it's because they feel like something has gone wrong. There's a problem and conflict. You aren't in a really good place in your marriage and then saying, I think I need a break here. Or in a job where maybe you're getting promoted, you're getting a raise, you love the work that you do, and you're like, you know what? I just need to take a sabbatical. I need some time off. I just need a break from all of this. You wouldn't be saying this in weight loss if you had something that felt fun, easy, something that you could be successful with, where you could enjoy your favorite foods, where you could go out to eat with your family, where you could have a date night or happy hour, do the mom's night outs, do those things that allow you to live your life. We have to start to look at now what is the process in which you are trying to lose weight because I guarantee this woman who made the post 
who was struggling with both. It was thoughts about life, thoughts about weight loss, mismanaged expectations, and it was also the process in which she was doing it. I guarantee it was not fun, sustainable, or easy. If it was, she would not need a break from it. We only need a break from success when we are beating ourselves up into submission in order to achieve that success. So you might be restricting and feeling like, all right, I'm losing the weight. This is good. But it feels so overwhelming. It's such a burden. It's so heavy to continue to do this. You have to exercise this many hours every single day and you don't get a day off and we've just got to burn more calories. So we're going to go back for extra sessions and now we need to cut out carbs or cut out sugar. And so you might find that you can have some success on a restrictive diet, but if you need a break from it, hello, you're going to gain the weight back. This often happens. You can lose the weight, but do it in a restrictive way to where you're like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I'm finally off this diet. Now I can go back to eating my favorite foods. Now I can go back to doing these things or I can change the way that I'm now living. And we don't ever learn how to make it a full lifestyle change because we often try to do things that are not long-term. They're not sustainable. We keep thinking short-term. I just got to lose the weight and then I'll be happy. I just got to lose the weight and then I can feel proud and then I can feel confident and then I can do the things that I want to do. I can feel the way that I want to feel. I just got to lose the weight first. And this is just a thought error. It's just a trap. It's a habit that we learned and we picked up somewhere and we've been marketed to this way. Of, you're going to love yourself so much more. You're going to think you're going to love your life and everything's going to be glorious once you lose that 40, 50, 60 pounds. But everybody else is still the same. You might get compliments in the beginning, but then life goes back to normal. We've got to look at, is this sustainable? Is this long-term? Are you doing something you can do for the rest of your life without hating your life? That's a huge piece, right? Because I'm all about creating the body you crave, but we got to do it in a way to where you still love your life. Let's create the body and the life that you crave. And when we put the emphasis on creating the life that we want, we no longer are so obsessed with food. We don't have to be obsessed with what we can and can't eat. We don't have to be obsessed with our cheat meals or cheat days or can I eat this chocolate or oh, I was so bad. Or We can just let go of this death grip we have around food and we can start to look at how do I create more peace, joy, love, happiness, pleasure in my life as a whole with activities and adventure, excursions, travel, what you're doing with your family, friends, your job. Like how do we make life more enjoyable? How do we make it better? That's how we can stop looking for all of those things to come from our food. We don't have to obsess about food. We don't have to look for Oreos to be our main source of joy and pleasure and comfort. Because we're looking at how do I create the life that I truly want? What we really need a break from is the fear, the doubt, the perfectionist fantasies of tomorrow I can be perfect and this is what's going to happen then. We need a break from our self-deprecating thoughts, from the shame cycles, from the restrict, binge, regret cycle, from the guilt, the self-loathing. That's really what we need a break from. We don't need a break from weight loss. We don't need a break from pursuing our goals and our dreams. We don't need a break from building a better marriage, from working on a relationship with our kids or parenting. We don't need a break from our job or business or job searching. We need a break from all of our shitty thoughts. That's what we really need a break from. That's the first place to start and really starting to understand what you're really thinking in the moment. And this is why a coach is so helpful. It's so powerful to work with somebody who can help you see your thoughts, who can ask better questions and get you starting to think and to realize how you're approaching things and how you are delegating your thoughts and your emotions to somebody else or something else. My first tip and my first suggestion for what to do if you're feeling a little discouraged, if you're not seeing the results that you want, or if maybe you're seeing some results, but you want to just make them better, 
we need to start tracking your progress. Okay, so we're not just going to track weight because weight is just one measurement that we can track, but just tracking what's going on in the scale is not enough. We want to start to look at what other results are you creating? Are you losing inches? Are you saying no to food from a place of self-love? Are you really listening to your hunger and satiety and saying no to food when you're not hungry and saying no more to overeating? We can start to look at the actions. What actions are you taking? Are you sleeping? Are you drinking your water? Are you stopping and satisfied? Are you making a plan? Are you waiting for true hunger? Are you looking out for the procrastinating snacking and all of the munching or emotional eating that's taking place? Are you moving your body more? Are you trying new classes? Are you creating more fun and adventure in your life? Are you changing the way that you talk and think about yourself? Are you changing what you say when you step on the scale? Are you changing what you say to yourself when you look in the mirror? Those are the things that we want to start to track. That is progress. That's how we keep reminding ourselves and show that this is working. Keep going. We don't just wait for the number on the scale to change because there can be lags. There can be changes based off of water fluctuations, salt intake, hormonal fluctuations. There's all kinds of things that can impact the scale. And sometimes it just doesn't accurately reflect the work that we've put in over the last week or two. So we just want to be really honest with ourselves about what action are you taking or not taking? Is it that your process isn't working or is it that you are not working? Because it's really easy for our brain to go into the mode of I'm doing all the things. I'm drinking all my water. And then when you actually start tracking it, you're like, oh, wait, actually, I only drank 65 ounces of water for three days last week. Oh, what was going on those other four days? And you can start to see, I actually haven't been doing that. Oh, you know what? I have been going to bed late or I've been waking up really early. I'm not actually getting in the sleep. I'm not waiting for true hunger to eat. I'm not stopping at satisfied every day at lunch or every night at dinner. When you start to see these trends, you can really understand and look at, it's not that I'm doing all the things. There's actually some gaps. There are some areas where I can improve. So if you find, hey, I'm only at 40% when it comes to water, how can we get that up to 50%? How can instead of drinking water every single day and just saying I have to be 100% on all these things, how do we get just a little bit better? Can we move the needle forward 1% every single day? We're going to set the goal, but we're going to focus on one thing. So we want to track our progress and we want to just look and be able to assess without shame or judgment and just take an honest look at what was going on over the last week or two. I would say two weeks is a good time frame. Look at the last two weeks and then look and see, okay, what's one area that I want to improve on? And then you pick that one thing to focus on throughout the week. Again, it's not that you have to be perfect, but water and sleep are going to be two of the biggest things that are going to help you feel more energized, reduce cravings. You're going to be less likely to munch, crunch, snack, and eat. Those are two things that I always recommend people to start with. Work on those until you get them down. If you are not drinking your water consistently every day, focus on that and really work on how can I get in eight more ounces of water today? How can I get in just a little bit more? And build that up until you hit your goal. And then you move on to sleep. We keep the water and then we build on the sleep. But we're not trying to do everything all at once. Let's say you've got the water down, but you're like, you know what? I really have not been waiting for hunger. I come home and I start snacking and I'm just, I'm not waiting for hunger at at dinner. Or I find myself constantly overeating at lunch. Pick one meal, pick one side of the spectrum, whether it's hunger or satiety, and decide this is what I'm going to focus on this week. Your brain is going to want to tell you that it's not enough. It's not enough just to focus on your hunger level at 
at lunch, or it's not enough just to focus on your satiety level at dinner. And I promise you it is. Because what happens when you tell yourself it's not good enough? You should be doing more. Now you feel overwhelmed. Now you stop doing anything. We go the opposite ways. Rather than doing this one thing, because that's not good enough, I'm now going to do nothing. Now I'm just going to take a break, and I'm not going to worry about any of that. That's not helpful. So we want to focus on one thing, and you keep reminding yourself, this is good enough. Make it a screensaver on your phone. Put it on your computer. Give yourself some sticky notes around the house. Whatever you've got to do, you've got to remind yourself that this is good enough. I focus on this one thing this week, and this is what's going to help me move forward. Okay, so we can look at our thoughts, but we also got to look at our actions and the process in which we are losing weight. And then we want to start to really track our progress. And part of this is learning how to assess without shame, blame, guilt, judgment, and the criticism. We can't look back and try to beat ourselves up. We have to look back and assess from a place of self-love and compassion, just like I talked about last week. When we build up that muscle, that self-love muscle, we start to change the way we think and then we talk to ourselves. That's what's going to make a big impact here. Because you're not going to want to assess If assessing is just beating yourself up the whole time, nobody's going to want to do that. We've got to be able to look and see where are my areas of opportunity? What did I do really well each day? What can I praise myself for each day? And now what's one area that I want to get a little bit better? And when you start writing it all down, I think you'll be really amazed at how much you're doing, how much you're accomplishing. And it's just so important that we give ourselves the time and space to reflect on this every day and every week. What went well today? What do I want to improve on tomorrow? Very simple questions. It doesn't take a lot of time. Are you willing to do it? And this is why I believe so much in working with a coach. Not just to tell you what to do. I will 100% give you a framework to weight loss that's going to work. I'll help you craft something that works for you and your life in particular. But what's even more important is to figure out why you're not showing up and doing the things you want to be doing doing the things that are on your list that you know are going to move the needle forward. And again, this is where coaching comes in because I'll help you figure out everything going on in your brain that's stopping you from taking consistent action, that's stopping you from focusing on one simple step at a time, that's stopping you and telling you this isn't good enough. Why bother? Or screw it. I already ruined the day. I already ruined the week. I'll just start over next week. I'll help you figure out what's going on in your brain that's keeping you overeating or emotionally eating when you're turning to food to create an emotional state, to create a sense of relief or relaxation or comfort, joy, pleasure. And I'll help you see the things that are keeping you stuck because those are always going to be the things that seem so normal and automatic. They just run on autopilot. That's why it's good to have somebody on the outside who can help you to see what is truly a thought versus what's a fact. What are the things that you can show up and start to change? And what are the external circumstances that you want to work on changing? And help you take responsibility for that. You get to be happy today. You get to feel strong and proud and confident today, regardless of your size, shape, or weight. The question is, are you going to choose to do that? Because that's going to come from your thoughts. And so often we have such messy, crappy thoughts just running amok all through our mind. We need help detoxing our brains. That's like what coaching is. It's like a detox for your brain. Right? And I'll help you commit to the action until you create the result that you truly want. This is how we get results. We have to have a simple plan that works for us in our lifestyle. We need to understand the mindset aspects that have us stopping and starting and going back to this all or nothing approach. 
among many other things. And we need to build in that consistency. And the way that we create the consistency is with the mindset and a plan that is doable long-term, that feels fun and easy. We need both of those two things in order to create the consistency. Those three things together, you will be unstoppable. Most of the time, though, we just don't see the excuses, justifications, and permission-giving thoughts that drive our emotional eating, our overeating, our skipping the gym in the morning, not taking a walk in the afternoon. We've got to start to be onto ourselves, and this is where coaching comes in. If you are ready to create the body and life that you crave, I would love to help. You can schedule your free consult at bodyyoucrave.com forward slash schedule. Find a day and time on my calendar that works best for you. And we'll spend an hour really diving into where are you now? What's going on? What have you tried in the past? What seems to have worked? What didn't work? And I might challenge you a little bit here to actually think about what worked. If work means that you lost the weight and you kept it off forever. Right, but I'll help you start to see those thoughts and excuses and justifications that have you giving up on yourself, that have you doing these little quits that are leading to this bigger quit of wanting a break from weight loss, of feeling like you need a break from weight loss. Okay, you can create a simple, easy, fun process that feels good, that feels doable, that feels effortless, that is surprisingly easy. And I guarantee you're going to be so surprised at the results that you can create when we let go of the restriction, when we really change how we think and talk to ourselves. There's so much power here. All right. Happy end of February as we head into March and spring is coming. I'm so excited, but I hope you all have a great week and please reach out to me. Any questions, comments, fears, regrets, shoot me an email at Jillian at JillianLama.com. All right. Here's to creating the body and life you crave. If you like this episode, then you'll love my free virtual workshop, Five Keys to End Emotional Eating and Lose Excess Weight for Life. You'll learn the counterintuitive reason why all your attempts to restrict food over the years has actually led to weight gain and the mental switch you need to flick that'll have you dropping pounds without sacrificing wine, carbs, or the food you love. Get all the details at bodyyoucrave.com.